This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Best Quality Vacuum, our show about the extended Vince Gilliverse. That's Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul. And get ready for bummers front to back here. Uh, this is this is a bummer of an episode. Indeed. Uh, and not bummer it, it, in like bad quality. I mean, just bummer in like... Uh, yeah, it's hard to watch. It's it's, it's largely it's a, a bad quality and dis incongruous because it's the one where Jesse and Walt get their powers. <laughs> and I, I've been waiting a couple seasons for them for that to happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I just feel like the way they did it was a little contrived. Yeah. You know, radiation. Uh, uh, and enter the, the, the surf Dracula tweet. You know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, no, this is the end of season two. This is ABQ, mm-hmm. uh, an excellent episode of the show. Yes. Uh, just uh, and in terms of performance, the strongest I think we've seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is giving it their fucking all. Uh, everybody deserves all the awards for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they all got them for this one, but they should. have. No, they, uh, they, they, they really should have. Everybody, everybody showed up um, yes. is the thing. Like we get a real standout, incredibly satisfying Skylar scene, actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, we'll talk about all of them as they go. Uh but uh this is a momentous episode because it uh, again establishes the new status quo, something that we love in media. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh you know, uh, we, we we do we do have to deal with we've got to suffer the uh, the magnolia stuff a little bit with the plane crash, but yeah, you have yeah. to come to peace with that. Like once we've had a long time to come to peace with that. Yes, we have. Uh since this aired. Yeah. Uh this episode uh, written by Vince Gilligan, directed by Adam Bernstein. Uh, originally aired May 31st, 2009. Yes. Uh, and this episode primarily deals with the aftermath of Jane's death slash Walt's murder of Jane. There's a whole whole uh, wide variety of interpretations you can put there, but Jane's dead uh, mm-hmm. and things need to be dealt with. From uh, You know, primarily Jesse is destroyed and so is her dad, Donald. Yes. Uh, and while this is happening, this is about as obvious as, the, as they've ever been in the show of uh, using juxtaposition. Yes. You know, so while this is happening, things are looking pretty up for Walt in a lot of yeah. ways. Like at the end, it's not. And there are some bad things, but he's preparing for his lobectomy uh, mm-hmm. surgery. They have a newborn uh, whom they're fond of. <laughs> it's working out yeah you know uh so things you know there's a contrast between these two things uh for mm-hmm. walt a problem is solved for jesse you know a huge problem is created yeah. um uh even though walt is still feeling bad about uh the unintentional money laundering site <laughs> and we get our uh the final uh scene of the show which sets up a whole new deal everything uh which i really love so things get bad for walt after this very very brief victory yes uh Uh, speaking of victories uh we get mike in this episode we're not gonna see mike again as a main factor for a while i forgot Mm -hmm. how long it took for him to actually you know be a regular player in this uh but uh yeah mike urban trout's nature's all-star showing up as a as, as a cleaner uh, I don't even think he, he, he gets a name here. I no, think he's just he's called just Saul's guy. He's, yeah. They called him uh, backstage. They just referred to him as Mike, but it's never in the show. Okay. So they knew yeah. he was Mike, but they did not know he was going to be a thing. Uh, right. At least according to the uh, the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Banks, uh, Mike Erman Trout, is uh, one of the singular pleasures of this whole scenario. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, this whole whole scene. Um, it's a thing that like as much as the where when we get into Better Call Saul, we'll talk about it. One of the big criticisms is that the Saul stuff is good and the cartel stuff is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never bought that because like one, yes, we know how the cartel stuff ends. Mm-hmm. So it's not as dramatically rich. Uh, but I will like I will watch my German trout uh just for eternity like mm-hmm. i i wanted to know how he got there and mm-hmm. the performance and the character is just one of my all-time favorite things yeah um i i'm never going to turn down mike herman trout nope uh for anything uh mm-hmm. i love mike herman trout yeah um, i'm so happy to see him everything about his character is here right now mm-hmm. right from the beginning like even though they didn't plan to use him he's so well realized yeah uh, right here he doesn't get a lot of screen time but what he does just it feels like later mike yeah, it feels and, like he came fully formed, and he's a scene stealer, right? Like oh my you, yeah. you have to. I, I don't know. Maybe they say this in the uh, later commentaries, or maybe they say this in uh, the the podcast episode. But like, I don't know. I remember watching this episode when it aired and thinking, "Okay, that guy rules." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and just how smart is it that they recognize, like, oh, we accidentally we accidentally like hit on something really really good here. We need him back as a as a, as a figure in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bears, bears exploring. And, yeah. and the idea of, you know, better call Saul came out. Uh, it, we, it came with bonus shows. Yeah. You know, like it, it's like we got us getting the exploration of Mike uh, and origin of Mike and, and kind of seeing how that develops is, is just a, a lovely bonus. Yeah. Um, he's an accident, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is originally gonna be Bob Odenkirk mm-hmm. coming in uh, doing this, but he was over slumming it and how I met your mother. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never seen check on that show. I've never seen uh, that show. Uh, people that I know who like, you know, sitcoms like that say it's a good one of those. Uh, I am still grateful for it because it drew Bob Odenkirk away momentarily and gave us this character. It is it? Yeah, a big sacrifice. I, I, I don't trust people who like sitcoms in a general <laughs> sense. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, what does a good one of those mean? You I know, know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I've seen bits of it. Like, when I, when I used to visit my mom, she'd have that on or like mm-hmm. um, the middle or something like that. And I'm yeah, like, what yeah. is this time traveling bullshit? Like, mm-hmm. what is this thing that got plucked out of 30 years ago and just yeah. placed on the TV now? The, the, uh, the, the, the only thing I know about How I Met Your Mother is it got Jason Siegel a paycheck, and that's cool. It got Jonathan uh, Ritter killed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think that was Eight Rules. Eight oh, Simple Rules right. yeah, for Dating My Teenage uh, Daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, but uh, like the meme thing was uh, what's his name? Daniel Patrick Harris's character doing the suit up thing which is uh what yeah. got kind of obnoxious He's, he does like sex there's he does like sex assault in it that are played oh, for jokes fun. it's that old you know yeah, yeah i don't know i i just uh my it doesn't have to be the network's official position my official position mm-hmm. is fuck that show yeah um yeah i wouldn't watch it with your eyes um <laughs> but uh bob odenkirk was off collecting a paycheck and that meant they could bring in jonathan banks uh who vince gilgan do because he was uh part of the show wise guy yeah. Vince Gilligan used to watch as a kid in college um, yeah yeah in college like you know uh and I don't know anything about that show I did not know Jonathan Banks before this no um, no yeah but I, he, I, I, uh, born I to play and, a heavy <laughs> born to play a heavy except when he played an air uh an air traffic controller mm, mm. uh in uh, an airplane uh I went mm. and I was like wait Jonathan Banks was an airplane and you can't oh. recognize him because that movie was made in the 70s <laughs> and ah. he was real he was really real young and it was a small part but he's definitely there you can just do a search jonathan banks airplane uh hmm. and you'll just see like a like, like a, a call you know a montage like a cut 
of all of his nice. uh, little bits in there. It's good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, how is the podcast on this one? Uh, you know, it's, it's not great. It's a lot of like production, like kind of fun production detail mm-hmm. stuff a little bit. Uh, the main bulk of it was how to uh, shoot the beginning scene with the plane stuff and like the oh, logistics yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a little bit of fun behind the scenes stuff, but not what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, in general, a lot of praising everybody, which in this case, like totally justified, mm-hmm. you know, they, they praise everybody and everything uh, yeah, they yeah. do. But this time I really do feel like everybody's great. Um, you know, the large portion of it is the shot where the uh, camera falls down into the pool. Yeah, uh, and yeah. how they were trying to do that. They tried to do it with weather, weather balloons and the weather balloons got away mm-hmm. and then ended up in somebody's yard. And they had rented a camera that was on there and they had to call <laughs> air traffic control to say we lost some weather balloons. Uh, and it's kind of cute. Uh-huh. But for the most emotionally devastating episode they've done, I wanted, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't care about cameras no. uh, during this. I, I, I really wanted character <laughs> and writing insight. And there's none of that. There was a there was a really frustrating moment um, in the commentary when they got to the scene uh, where Walt is drugged up in the hospital bed, yeah, uh, and they you know they complimented one of the writers for bringing back the other cell phone, like oh like that's how, I get. and Vince Gilligan says something like, story wise it was time for the other shoe to drop for Walt, and just said mm. it like it was just a matter of fact like you should have just known, you know kind yeah. of thing, and like why. How? Tell me. Yeah. What's the insight? Like, yes, I agree because I uh-huh. like the results, but I wanted to hear th- about that process. Yeah. And I, and I kind of get, you know, that that process is doing six day weeks that are 12 hours each in the writer's room. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of hard to condense that. Like I can imagine Vince Gilligan not really knowing the answer to that question yeah. because it was come at through so much just time and, and late yeah, night conversations, yeah. but it's still the interesting thing. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing that I like during the podcast is they talk about how uh, how hard it is to work having Anna Gunn play Skyler because Anna Gunn comes off as very intelligent and mm-hmm. it, it was being, you know, it was stupid that she just was in the dark this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like Anna Gunn doesn't play that character and Anna Gunn would come to him and be like, how does Skyler not know? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and them, uh, being very happy about the ending of this. And I love the, this has a lot of standout scenes. The ending scene with Skylar giving the parlor speech is, you know, maybe my secret favorite Mm -hmm. scene in this episode. Um, And I love it uh, as implying like, no, she did know, you know, self-deception is a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. She's not an idiot. Yeah. You know, she just couldn't, this is what happens here with the second cell phone line. That's not a smoking gun. That's just the thing that knocks over the house of cards. It was a a tiny little, you know, a leaf that fell on a a building and it collapsed in a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's very funny because they have John Delancey on the commentary, Mm, you know, and he blood a praise on him, uh, for it, which is, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it's good. He talks about like, oh, this was a, this was a great role because I, um, uh, you know, am playing against type here. People don't hire me to do stuff like this, you mm-hmm. know, and talked about, you know, like him and Brian Cranston talking about the death of Jane and like bringing their own experience, you know, you know as fathers into it, like kind of unintentionally. You know, just yeah. like there's just something about you when you are a father, you, you know, or when, when you are a parent at all, where you, you know, you, you become you, fond of baby. You become fond of baby. You let them live in your yeah. house for a while. I've grown yeah. accustomed to your baby. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, no, no, it's like, oh, this actually started going too deep. So just like had to bring it back a little bit more surface level. And that's what you're seeing here, blah, blah, blah. Interesting stuff, especially when it is the two the two actors talking about it instead of Vince yeah. being like, so how do you feel about seeing your daughter die? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about seeing your daughter die? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. But there there is a funny moment where John Delancey, like, you know, like the there's a little bit of joking around on the commentary, but like uh, you know, there's they're they're sharing just like weird stuff and congratulating each other. And John John Delancey's like, <laughs> like, this isn't a commentary. This is like what is this? Yeah, it's a good point, John Delancey. Yeah. Go on the podcast now and, and whip them into shape. Uh, the uh Oh man. Uh, I love I love John Delancey's performance in this. They they in the uh, podcast they talk about it, but he underplays a lot of it. Yeah, and I think that yeah. stepping back is really key. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not need to see John Delancey in hysterics. I have Jesse for that. Yeah, um, this as as I will we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. it's such a profound tragedy. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, let's get into it. Let's do um, because this is uh, the you know the, the the finale and also it is one of the one word uh, <laughs> one word episode titles ABQ. Uh, we're starting mm-hmm. in black and white land, you know, in the uh, flash forward, uh, yep. and we are kind of getting a like composite of all of these uh, scenes that we've seen before. You know, the all the beats there, the uh, teddy bear being fished out of the pool, uh, being carried out front, and we see more stuff like there are like uh, sneakers in the uh, in the bushes, stuff hanging from trees uh and the body bags are loaded into a van and as it pulls away kind of the camera cranes up and we see that it is from the ntsb the national transit uh transportation safety board uh so it yes. came in and carted these bodies away yep uh the van pulls away um we see the image in full color, color and we see two huge uh plumes of smoke in the distance uh and the sky is absolutely chock-a-block with helicopters yeah uh, really just tempting fate of having this problem again. <laughs> like, shit, this keeps happening. Uh, there's a problem with the toilet. <laughs> God, man, I, I, I love I love how salient the there's a problem with the toilet. Video is. It's, it's, it's a really powerful uh, metaphor for stuff. I uh, uh, just put that to YouTube if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, uh, um, Hitman, hit there's a problem with the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we begin the actual episode here with uh, box springs mm-hmm. moving. Um, this is uh, no, no, it, it's true. Like it's, I love this because it's the same thing that uh, it's it's semiotics for sex. Yes, yeah. you know, uh, a box spring bouncing, but mm-hmm. and heavy breathing, right? But then it, no. it, we find out this is Jesse giving Jane chest compressions. Yeah, um, they had to build a little uh, fiberglass chassis. For, yeah, for yeah. Jane during this, they talk about that a fucking lot. Yeah, um, yeah. Break, uh, break ribs. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you have to do chest. Yeah, in in a uh, you know TV chest compressions aren't like real ones. No, um, you actually have to really fucking go ham on it. Um, she's gone, and he just sobs. I mean, again, give Jesse, uh, give Aaron Paul all the awards for this mm-hmm. incredible performance of grief. Yeah, and the way that it evolves yeah. over the course yeah. of this. I mean, both him and John Delancey do an amazing job showing that evolve. Um, but you know, he is com- completely broken. Yep. Uh, Walt is in his living room and Walt is holding Holly, uh, having a good time. He's fond of baby. Uh, and he's expecting this call. Yeah. You know, uh, he calls and you can see him like, okay, you know, it's time to do this. Like, uh, and we don't hear Jesse's side of the conversation. We just hear, you know, calm down, calm down. You know, everything's going to be okay. I know who to call, yeah. uh, here. And he hangs up and he says, dead eyed. He has feelings about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can argue whether, you know, gross negligence or gross indifference, like how much he murdered 
mm-hmm. Jane. Uh, but regardless, which he is not, you know, unguilty about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is where we get Mike. He pulls yep. up to Jesse's. Um, I need to check and see if he's driving the same car at that point. Mm. Uh, sure. I, I should have made a note of that because he has a very distinctive car. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse is sitting out on the front steps just blasted. Right. Yeah. You know, Saul Goodman sent me. Uh, and you know, like he's, he's here to clean up. You know, he gloves up and scopes out the situation. Jesse's yep. not talking. He just like lets him in and kind of looks toward the bedroom. Right. Uh, consummate professional. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Mike just comes in and immediately just gets to work, bagging up all the paraphernalia, all the cash. Yeah. Uh, anything that could be incriminating puts it in and then goes up to Jesse and does what's going to become a thing that Mike does. Now there here's is what's going to happen. Yeah, there's an echo of the scene many times Yes. Uh, further. Uh, you know, here's what's going to happen. You woke up, you found her. That's all you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesse kind of does a nodding motion. He goes, say it, please. You know, mm-hmm. I, you woke up, you found her. That's all you know. Uh, Jesse starts crying. He slaps him. Say it mm-hmm. again and again. He understands that part of living with yourself after doing something like this is acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, has resonance with a very similar scene in Better Call Saul. Yes. You know, you're going to you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be actors. No thousand mm-hmm. stairs. None of that shit. You're an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what he's explaining. Uh, yes. And he's also has this font of knowledge that hints at his background uh, as a former law, you know, yeah. a, a law enforcement officer. Yeah. Gives the rundown like, OK, people from yeah. the Office of Med- Medical Investigation, they're going to show up. Probably not police, depending on how uh, how busy they are. Right. Yep. Um, and your, you know, your chances are like, nobody would even think to arrest you about this. You just say that you don't know anything. There's nothing to, you know, incriminate you here. Yeah. You're probably, pr- pr- probably in the good. He says, do I yeah. need to state the obvious? You know, I was not yeah. here. Right. Yeah. You know, just a uh, very professional and a kindness in this kind of situation, I think, to be told exactly what to do. Yes. You know, also uh, to be told it, what to expect. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you're chaos. You have no idea. You're lost. You're spiraling. Yeah. Somebody just saying this is what's going to happen next. I mean, shit, man. Even when I'm not under trauma, I want that. Yes. You know, uh, and just a hang tough. You're in the home stretch. You yeah. know. Um, we cut over to Walt uh, again. They're contrasting the day that Jesse's having and the day that Walt's having. Yes, uh, more uh, more directly than they typically do. We right. cut over to Walt. Uh, he's pouring out cereal and he calls Junior for breakfast, but Junior won't answer until he calls him Flynn. No, yeah. uh, there, you know, which a l- little burr in his saddle. Uh, <laughs> and Skyler recognizes something's wrong with Walt. Uh, he's saying it's nothing, but then they're interrupted by the sound of a cash register ding. <sighs> so. Yeah. I, I, I like the cash register ding, you know, as something that gets mm-hmm. under Walt's skin. What I don't like is the pervasive theory online. You'll see this in the Uh-oh. wiki. Like this even happened. Um, this even happened like on the something awful forums uh, during the okay. live watches and whatever. People were like, oh, this is getting under Walt's skin because it reminds him of the ding of uh, uh, oh. Hector Salamanca. Like, oh, it's no. the it's it, it's the bell. It's a, it's a fucking cash register. They're different sounds. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, why why does that have to be the case? <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, it's just no. gilding a lily. Like, yeah, it's bothering him because yeah. because it's money that's coming in that he quote unquote didn't earn. <laughs> it's 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 text. That's the text of it. You know, yeah. and sometimes the text can be enough mm-hmm. of, of something. You know, like it, it just I don't know. It, it clever clever analysis will bug me the same way yeah. clever clever writers 
would mm-hmm. do it. And the way that like that articulates in this situation is it's annoying to me that that's a fan theory because mm-hmm. fans should chill out and it doesn't need a theory. There's no mm-hmm. problem that needs solving here. No. But if the writer went on to say like that's what they were going for, that would also annoy me because it's solving no. a problem that doesn't exist mm-hmm. and putting a hat on a hat. Yeah, uh, and I think they're too smart. It's also that. an annoying sound. <laughs> it's a really annoying sound. Like, yeah. if, if anything, it's a little weird that Flynn just is like into rocking out to the sound over and over. Uh huh. You know, and I I've watched a Kickstarter or a Patreon or two. I oh, know yeah, yeah. what it's like to to watch a total. You mm-hmm. know, but uh, and they received four hundred ninety dollars so far. And Walt comes in. He's staying behind everybody, and he looks like he's gonna fucking die. <laughs> he hates this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know. Skyler has to press him like isn't it remarkable what your son's done mm-hmm. and he has to you know he has to show this pride uh, for your Walt's not a good actor no uh, the same way that Jesse's being asked asked to act here mm-hmm. or you know Saul and Kim get asked to act he is not good at that he's good no. at lying but he's not good at performing or hiding things that bother him yeah no. you know and it ends up fucking him up mm-hmm. here <laughs> uh the uh, roughest fucking thing in the world to me. So uh, Donald, you know, uh, is driving. He calls Jane and he starts lecturing her. This is the last mm-hmm. thing he says to her. To his yeah. knowledge. You know, why am I surprised I got your voicemail? Your bags better be packed when I get there. No excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta be ready to go to, uh, you know, go to rehab, which he gave her one more day for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this mix of knowing this was going to happen mm-hmm. and guilt at letting it happen and everything is just so goddamn profound and complicated in a way that like grief often is, but isn't portrayed as such. Like Mm -hmm. people die. uh, It is not usually someone's fault, you know, but when somebody dies that the finality of that means that everything is set in stone. Yes. Like I don't, you know, when my mother passed away, which is like my closest analog to, you know, family loss. uh, I, there was nothing left unsaid directly mm-hmm. right like me and my mom were in a good place we loved each other like we we have had a complicated relationship but we were in a good place at the same time i had senses of like i wish i had said this this what was the last thing i said to her mm-hmm. when was the last time like i ducked a call yeah you know because i was out all of these things are going through and that kind of like inevitability guilt finality all of those things mixed together makes this feel very well observed yeah uh this is this is how i reacted to death like i did not lose my mind and freak out i shut off like i saw a lot of my own grief processing in this yeah it's uh, you know, i really like that both of these grief you know we that these two styles of grief are being shown at the same time me you know too. I mean, like, like here in the same, you know, in the same scene, literally, like both of them are shut down at the moment. But Jesse is, I think, more emotive with it, and uh, you know, kind of just more, like, let's say, externally processing it because the difference is need. He, he, yeah. he needs Jane in a way that Donald does not. Right. And I, I don't mean to, to say like, oh, Donald can take your leave his own daughter, but like, just, for, 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 <laughs> but just like from a, for, you know, for, from a reliance kind of point of view, right? Yeah. Like, you know, something yeah. has been taken away from Jesse that filled kind of this void that he probably didn't know that he had. And he feels a sense of responsibility and culpability, you know, uh, and, you know, I and, think even more directly than Donald might. Yeah. Really importantly, uh, all three of the principal people involved in this uh, are like related to the staff, like Jesse, Walt, and Donald. I think 
have a plausible culpability yes for this like it is very uh obvious to just be like oh walt did it throw it on mm-hmm. the walt crime list and i'm not trying to let walt off hooks right like no no i hope that is obvious from from listening to the show but like donald did allow her to have this extra day after he found out you know she was using it again mm-hmm. jesse did start you know bringing Ding. drugs yeah. around you know around her again and get her off the wagon in mm-hmm. a way she's uh and and walt did allow her to die in a literal sense yeah. but they're all kind of culpable mm-hmm. to this there's an element of guilt to this and on top of the responsibility that jane has yeah uh, to it that ends up making it uh, work as a yeah. complicated thing to chew on mm-hmm. you know um i also this is not really said in in the episode uh this but i in my mind him seeing the ambulance and i can only imagine like him in his heart just praying it was jesse oh you know? yeah yeah you know maybe she didn't die maybe jesse did and this is all for the best <sighs> yeah <you know? laughs> uh and There's... but just coming in and just that's seeing jesse and just his you know the the final you know, yeah, the final the confirmation. You know, wrong yeah. kid died. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there, there's also I've never, I've never personally been the, uh, the, the parent to somebody who suffers an addiction. You know, yeah, and only can ran into this kind of with friends or whatever. But like, if anybody close to you in your life is going through something, you know, maybe, maybe not heroin, but you know, like this is going through going through some kind of addiction, right? There is a certain amount of rehearsal in your head yeah. for like, this is probably some news I'm going to get based on what I know about the way they live their life. Right. Yeah. And you can think that maybe you're prepared for that and not prepared, but you can think that you've pictured it, but for Donald to roll up and see like, no, this is not just my own worry as a parent, you know, kind of cycling in my head, my anxiety about what if I see this, you know, but to roll up to this thing that is, that is rolled over in your head so many times and to see that it is real, you are Undeniable. actually witnessing yeah. it. Yeah. Cause to live, like when you, when you do those preparation things, like the mind wants the same way we were talking about with Mike, like I think that the, the, the mind, I think this is relatively universal yeah. that you want to know what's going to happen next. Like you want to be prepared for things. You yeah. know, you can say like, Oh, I love surprises, but like you probably, <laughs> you know, Oh, you're, you're such a Dharma. You're such a free spirit. Like, but you probably, you know, when things cut co- big things, Mm-hmm. You want to know what they're like. Yeah. You plan for them. You plan for the worst. Uh, however, you have to talk yourself back from that to live. Like Donald, who imagined this and planned for it and rehearsed it in his head a thousand times, had to constantly say, you're overreacting. It will be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. All the time. And then to be made a fool by yeah. that being false or to be feel like be made a fool. I think false. It's just it's it's absolutely just one of the most heartbreaking things that happened in this series. That is, yeah. you know, tragedy upon tragedy. No, yeah. in a lot of ways, it's so goddamn good and rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, it what a what a show. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's really really powerful and good. Yeah, and just you know his completely dead affect, but you can yes. see it. Can I just like all of this is in the face? You know, yeah. like just the 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 the, the wide eyed. You know, just kind of like, you know, wide eyed, but dead everything else as he, you know, walks in um, and just is standing in the doorway as the as as the investigators, the medical investigators are bagging her up and moving her like you would have to move a dead body. Right. You know, and which is what she is now. They finish zipping her up and they say, sir, you might not want to be here for this. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know like, what, what party they have planned yeah. <laughs> after the zip up. It seems like that's the end of the party to me, but yeah, you know, yeah. like the, the, well, we're going to, we're going to practice some cool stunts. We, we saw this, uh, this viral <laughs> video about walking a casket uh-huh. and kind of dancing at the same time. And we figured we'd try it. <laughs> uh, and we don't know if we're good at it yet. So, so you don't, you don't want to be here for it. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. No, we're going to be buckling her in. We got to take the carpool into the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, we, we've got a we've got a nitrous tank added to the ambulance <laughs> so we can drift and we want to practice and we yeah. don't get a lot of chance to do this, sir. And we really want to. You don't want to watch it. I don't know what they're talking about here. Uh, it seems like somebody at the door should have said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jesse's in the living room, kind of giving his routine you know, to the investigator, yes. right? Like, you know, just, uh, she just woke up. She was like that. I don't, don't know what happened. And she's asking like, Hey, you know, just what's her, you know, this, this information. Right. And kind of yeah. revealing how short, how short their relationship was, Yeah, you know, like, you know, what's her date of birth and he doesn't know. And Donald coming out from the back has to, has to fill in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, tells her, you know, city of birth this is where we find that out. Um, Donald finds the apology girl drawing. Yeah. You know, uh, and, uh, just, uh, the EMT says what they're going to do, you know, ask Jesse if he wants to come. He says no. And Donald doesn't even acknowledge Jesse. No, uh, just no. walks, uh, walks out. That's the last time they'll see each other. Takes the drawing with him. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah. And we cut over again to something that again is, is torturing Walt in a, in a less profound way, but is a scene of celebration. Yeah. You know, uh, money and money, you know, more and more money is coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. Walt's trying to get a hold of Jesse, uh, ends up leaving a message, you know, calls him from his toilet phone, uh, mm-hmm. his, his football, his sports illustrated toilet phone, uh, that's in the tank. There. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to the DA, uh, you know, that plot's still going. Hank is mm-hmm. passing around a jar for donations for Walt. Uh, biggest donor gets a six pack of, uh, Schrader brow. And then Gomi makes the excellent joke where he says, uh, smallest donor gets two. Uh, six <laughs> really packs. Good. That's a great joke. Uh, that's, I like, I always like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah. But this isn't just a donation drive. They're having an all hands meeting to kind of talk about uh some information that Hank has yeah. found. You know, so he puts up Combo's photo on their investigation board uh for the blue meth, you know, calling it blue sky, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, saying like, hey, this combo guy, he was so low rent that we weren't even watching him, right? But yeah. he is he was still you know, dealing this incredibly potent, you know, new product. Like, how does this guy get a hold of that? Yes. Uh, Gomi says, well, I think we got our guy or, you know, APD says we got our guy. And he goes, no, 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 no. Like, that's Jimmy in and out. He's not our guy. Mm -hmm. This is fake. Uh, The blue sky stopped showing up on the streets. But, you know, he had, Hank had a hunch because one of the cool things about Hank, as much as he's, you know, racist and kind of a good old boy shithead at points, is he's really good at this. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, he's talented. Um, he started calling around other bits of the Southwest and sees yeah. that the meth is showing up everywhere, but New Mexico, uh, Heisenberg is wised up. He's not shooting where he eats. <laughs> I need to go back yeah. and cross reference. like do a freeze frame because I think there's a map of where the Poyos locations are, uh, shown oh, earlier, nice. like, like maybe in Gus's office. I, I, I imagine, or maybe this is just headcanon. Each of those pins where this stuff shows up is where a Poyos restaurant is. That'd be incredible. Like yeah. they just, <laughs> in other states, he just serves it directly from the drive-through. <laughs> it just, it just when Hank's on the case. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's like, hey, Heisenberg is still active, but he's not shitting where he eats, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's dinner time at at the White House. 
um, the family is watching the donations roll in on a laptop. Mm-hmm. And Walt gets a call from Saul. Uh, Mike found Jesse, uh, but doesn't recommend Walt goes. Yeah, you know? they're waiting outside like, hey, police tend to watch this yes. place. It's a bad idea, you know, and that's if you don't get shot or mugged. Yeah. Right. This is uh, an area that is known as the shooting gallery uh, here. Mm. This is uh, the only thing in this episode I think is dials it up a little bit much. Yeah. No. Um, the spooky music and the uh, haunted junkies. Like, I know that there are junkie dens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that this isn't realistic. It, it just, this feels to me like... <sighs> my idea of what a junkie den would be it's you know like and a, I, I don't trust it they, it's it's like okay for this incredibly moving scene between walt and jesse we're just gonna set it in a like a, a church's hell house that they run on ha- halloween yes yeah yeah it's not that I, I you don't have to sell me on how bad drugs are mm-hmm. i just think they wouldn't be scary in a dare way <laughs> you know the, the same way this feels like a dare ad yeah to me and i don't like I don't, the shooting gallery <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is a, like a like a trap house right yes uh, kind of uh, dilapidated rundown basically no walls or ceiling yes. uh, and, and full of you know scary people right yeah. I, I i love walt trying to get in uh and the guy mm-hmm. the gangly bald guy standing there and uh walt getting in by just saying yo yeah <laughs> walt, walt yo good ringtone out there for anybody who wants a, a, good, a good text tone yo uh he finds jesse you know, walking past the the scene of Hot American Summer where they go into the town just for one day uh, <laughs> and finds Jesse and grabs him, you know, like, look at me, son, Jesse, you know, Jesse um, first starts to fight him off in a heroin way. You know, like, like, oh, like you're fine. robbing me. Like, he knows where yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm fine. I'm like, you know, and then Walt starts carrying him away. Jesse wakes up. Yeah. You know, and realize he goes back to reality. He's been shooting heroin to get away from reality here uh, and starts saying, I killed her. It was me. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah because he and, feels that guilt and this and this carry you know walt like picking him up you know under his uh under his arms turns into a hug um yeah. you know jesse is leaning onto and leaning into walt and just crying making this you know declaration you know i killed her it was me and just you know heartbreaking performance on aaron paul you know it's hard for me to see it men cry <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, uh, but uh, you know, especially here and just the the, the delivery on it. I loved her. I loved her more than anything, you know. Yeah. And Walt's crying along with them, right? Like this is, you know, uh, a catharsis of a kind, but not anything that you know makes things better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an expression of love in an incredibly yeah. complicated scenario. Yeah. Here, yeah. I love the way that Aaron Paul plays this because uh, crying on TV and in media is always shown uh, in a very unrealistic way to mm-hmm. me. Um, I've you know, I've never liked it. Uh, no. You know, it is too dignified. Like no. real, you know, fight for your, your heart is fighting for its life. Crying is the ugliest you can be. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, you turn out into a wadded up piece of paper. Yeah. No. Like you, you know, you turn red. There's snot. It's really, really intense, and it's a violent act. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really like it when an actor will embrace that rather than holding on to dignity, because yeah. it, it is, you know, there's nothing wrong with crying. Like it's, but when I say it's undignified, what I mean is you look unattractive and gross. You, it's an uncomposed act. Yes, uh, yeah. at its best. And uh, I think that too often in media, uh, characters keep their composure. I'm not saying crying. that's impossible. No. Yeah, you try to pretty cry, and that that kind of shit sucks. Don't yeah. look for a sexy way to cry. 
Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's like, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Walt carries him out of, yeah. of the shooting gallery. You know? Act of love. Yeah. Yep. Act of love, saving his life, mm-hmm. undeniably. Right. Uh, we go over to uh, Donald in Jane's apartment um, looking for a funeral dress. Yeah. Um, and sees this uh, mural of the bed, uh, this uh, this picture of Jane being carried by these uh, cosmic waves kind of yeah. thing. Um, there's a, a picture of her favorite poet mm-hmm. uh, there, who is also Vince Gilligan's favorite poet, just as a little, um, mm-hmm. you know, a little trivia. Uh, a fun trivia bit of production of this is that they had to be careful what they showed in this because it's just Jesse's room. Uh, oh, made. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. They, yeah, they couldn't, uh, you know, so they they were very choosy with their shots because they had mm-hmm. to rebuild it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. it's more put together than Jesse's places too. Yeah. You know, uh, more more kind of dressed up. And Donald's on the phone with his, I, I presume it's his ex-wife? Uh, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of talking, you know, they're just Jane's mom is insisting like, oh, you know, just she has this yellow dress. And he's like, when have you ever seen her like wearing a yellow dress? Right? Yeah, you don't know her. <laughs> Like, I, I love that little tiny little bit of environmental storytelling. Yeah. You know, like that he was closer with her. You, know, yeah. you get the sense that maybe her mother, uh, you know, wrote her off like Jesse's yeah. parents, you mm-hmm. know, more than Donald did, who gave her you know, one too many chances. No. Yeah. And again, Donald is flat here, right? Like yeah. he he is dealing with business. You know, and is going through the closet and finds a blue one. You know, it is the closest thing that we get. You know, kind of this navy blue dress. Uh, importantly, he says, eh, no, no, no cleavage. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, cut over to, to Walt changing Holly's diaper, but he keeps hearing more dings <laughs> and the family cheering. Uh, and he comes <laughs> and he kind of snaps at his son. You know, turn yeah. it down. It's bothering the baby. You know, it's not <laughs> bothering the baby. <laughs> I love French response. But dad, it's money. Yeah, very sweet. Yeah, uh, Skyler uh, is on the phone with Marie, and he has she has big news. She goes and tells Flynn, "Hey, you're going to be in the newspaper uh, here. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to put uh, because your website. They're going to put you in the news. This is the worst thing that could ever happen to Walt. Oh yeah, here yeah. so far, you know, in this moment, like he's being a little baby. This, mm-hmm. this is just his shitty masculine pride." Yeah, yeah. Uh, now everybody's know, getting it, on this charity case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, it is, it is get them. You yeah, know? <laughs> just you know, more hits, and then just I, I love Walt's wow, you know, because yeah. they're expecting some kind of reaction from him, and he just very flatly says, "Wow, wow." Yeah, it's uh, he's not very good at this. Yeah, uh, you know, um, we cut over to ASAC of the DA. DA. I can't remember this guy's name, yeah. uh, but he calls Hank out. Uh, to meet with some drug enforcement agency donors uh, from the community. He introduces them all, and they reveal that the final one in the line is Fring. It's Gustavo mm-hmm. Fring. Yeah, uh, please, just Gus. Th- Gus is doing his, like, very gregarious, like, you know, smiling man kind of kind of yes. thing here. You know? Yeah. He is, you know, the, 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 <laughs> it makes perfect sense why he would be a donor, right? To be yep. a contributor to the, uh, to the fight against drugs and uh, try to be, you know, uh, a, a benefit to the community, right? Yep. Um, I love this. Uh, and then he, uh, you know, Hank describes what he does. And then Gus looks over and sees the donation jar for Walt. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we know Gus probably already knew that uh, Hank was in the DA. You know, yeah. I think what I read this as is uh, Gus learning that Walt has cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, could see yeah. that was a better kept secret. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to find out Walt's mom didn't even know. So no. when Gus looked into Walt, which we know canonically happened because of Better Call mm-hmm. Saul, but we would know in either case, that's something he would do. 
Yes. I imagine yeah. he knew about Hank. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he knew that Hank was a DEA agent uh, at this point. I can, I, it's, I think that the, it would make no sense if he didn't. Yeah. You know, I, if so, I feel like that's contradictory to what comes later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think he's learning that he has cancer. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, and then he pulls out some money and, you know, insists, you know, he's going to give, yeah. he's going to give, give to this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Walt, uh, is over with Jesse at a rehab, rehab center, uh, mm-hmm. there. He's talking about is, you know, he's not gonna be able to come around for a little while cause he has this surgery coming up. And yeah. Jesse, you know, he's cleaned up, but he's still unresponsive. Yeah. You know? And he tries to, well, tries to get him to buck up, right? You know, look, yeah. Jesse, lingering on things doesn't help, believe me. And Jesse, yeah. you know, I mean, kind of gives a little bit of a thesis for how he's going to be in season three, yes. at least for the first half of it, you know, which is, yeah, I deserve this. You know, what you said in the desert, I get it now. Right. Yeah. And during, during four days out when I was like, Oh, I deserve to die in the desert because of all the lies and stuff. Yeah. You know, but now Jesse feels it. Jesse knows I deserve whatever happens. Yes. Uh, the, the surface tragedy of this is, you know, the, the surface read of Walt being responsible and Jesse having this guilt. Jesse is also responsible. Yes. You know, for getting Jane off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt gets home from this, you know, very tough scene to find the local news crew. Uh, there yep. Marie uh, talked them up and they ended up actually doing a TV spot uh, here. And uh, uh, Marie they... is in this incredibly flashy purple dress and nobody yeah. else is dressed up. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the TV person starts, yo, let's just get, get you right in front, right between dad, and mom, you know, uh-huh. uh, starts doing the interview. The, uh, and, the, the, uh, the, the TV interviewer is lady scrubs. It's uh, it is lady the, scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, just uh, get, get, getting a Walt there on this couch, and he just—he looks like somebody's ripping his fingernails off. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. just Walt is doing such a good job with. Uh, yes. or Cranston is doing such a good job with this. Yeah. Uh, and, and Marie, actually, heartbreaking. Remind... <laughs> like Walt Jr., how much admiration he has. He's just decent. He always does the yeah. right thing, and that's how he teaches me to be. You know, my dad is my hero. Yeah, would you say your dad's your hero? Oh, definitely, my dad is my hero. <laughs> just like. Uh, you know, yeah. just very oh, Bobby. Yeah, and I mean, there's an awful lot of the shitty masculinity to what Walt is feeling about the donations coming in, right? Yes. You know, you could also think like, hey, this is way too much publicity. Like, what if somebody starts paying attention to this? You know, all, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. that there. But also, like, he's perverted something very nice that his son has done. Yes. I don't know how foregrounded that is for how Walt is feeling or like if, you know, Brian Cranston is like putting any of that in there, but like he's up here talking about, you know, the, the only reason he is here saying all this stuff is because the, the money laundering thing, because yeah. it is, you know, such a, he's, such, he's turned such his son a into a liar. Yes. Like in terms of Walt making everyone around him culpable, Walt Jr. gets off pretty, you know, better than anyone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In terms of culpability, yeah. uh, even Holly gets kidnapped. But uh, <laughs> well, well, you know, he's even he's not innocent. Yeah. You know, and uh, this it's again, it's great, great stuff. Yeah, incredibly complicated. Funny, funny. Be Marie like you know, tries to remind Walt to smile, and he yeah, just yeah. puts on this grimace. He looks like the grimace emoji. Yeah. Walt was originally going to be sick on the interviewer's shoes in the original script. Yeah, glad uh, yeah. they didn't do that. No. I, I don't think it would have been a tragedy. It would have been okay. No. It's fine yeah. that it didn't happen too, though. It's yeah. probably need to be cut because unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, go to the hospital where uh, the nurse gives Walt an injection to calm him down before the surgery, and he immediately becomes Walt after dentist. <laughs> uh, and just, uh, it's great. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, Flynn and Skylar hug him at the same time. It's very sweet. Like, you know, just, you just yeah, uh, yeah, just before somebody goes into surgery, right? And, you know, Walt remarks on how loopy the drugs make him feel. I love, like, the, the, the jaw working, which is absolutely yeah, something yeah. that happens. Yep, yep. Yeah. You know, just uh, this is pretty good. Uh, you know, and Skyler just looks at him lovingly like this is an intense thing to have happen. Again, this is a risky surgery. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, she takes his glasses and says, hey, where's your phone? And he says, which one? Yeah. Uh, and this little reminder of being brought back to Earth. Yeah. You know? uh, just awful uh, here. The idea that, uh, you know, this just reminds her of these things. She wasn't stupid. You know, mm-hmm. she knew that stuff was going on, but she would maybe was able to live with the lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and this just reminding her that you you cannot suffer a lie. No. You know, or she cannot suffer a lie to live. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, and just the the, the immediate turn on her face yep. uh, when that yep. happens, uh, <laughs> contrasted with the look of total love as he was yeah. being goofy, right? And then we get the surgery. Stuff. We get the surgery montage. Uh, the needle yes. drops are steadily getting better. <laughs> The uh, they're they're definitely I the, I didn't I don't know this song uh-huh. or anything. I just got frustrated by the band being called Chocolate Genius. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I just I'm just like uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I there's something about that band name kind of kind of bums me out. I don't know anything about but, the band. I just it's a it's it's a good contrast for again. I mean a little bit of a parallel with the way that Jane's body was you know man you know, mal handled. Right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, just a person who was under, they need to get access to you. You need to be wrenched around, you know, just the yeah. violence of like putting in the spreader so they can go in. Yeah, um, the mechanics. Yeah. And the stuff, opening your, your ribs like a cabinet. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we cut to a few, three months in the future, I want to say. Think it so. Is. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Walt at the oncologist's office with uh, the surgeon, with Skylar, and the visiting surgeon from Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing a bright pink sweater. He has a goatee now, which he'll have for basically the whole series. No. Uh, and he's in a really good spirits and Skylar is anxious. Obviously. <laughs> I, anxious. I love her twisting her wedding ring. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's just trying to do like a rolling start on ripping that bad boy off. Yeah. <laughs> they, they remember, she's doing a sonic spin dash. So, but it's, it's all good news. They've bought time. You know, there's no reason not to be optimistic. Uh, And Skylar is like, oh, so when's he, uh, you know, is he going to get back to his normal work and routine? You know, like, I'll probably, probably like start easing into it. He's like, but he can be on his own. And then it hangs. I mean, just more independent. And then they say, yes, use your best judgment, Uh, which she does. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's, it's great. Uh, We cut over, you know, Donald returns to work. A coworker greets him, you know, and he's like, Hey, I'm really sorry. He's like, No, I need to come back to work. This, oh, one this, this is brutal. Oh my it's gosh. Absolutely brutal. Uh, <laughs> and this is where you learn he's an air traffic controller. You know, you, you can put everything together at this point if you're watching it the first time. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh. Skyler, a uh, Walt comes out and he's doing goofs. There's parallels to this scene when he comes out after the fugue state. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was thinking about going down to 7 Eleven naked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same kind of thing. He comes out, he's like, I think this is pretty good. You know, yeah, and yeah. Skyler's packing up her clothing, uh, packing yeah. up her stuff. One of the things about Walt uh, is, as much as he is good at social manipulation, mm-hmm. it's entirely uh, like chess. It's entirely intellectual, right? Yes. So, like a thing that is true, and this has always been true in every relationship I've ever been in, is mm-hmm. you know when something's fucking wrong, 
with Neil. your partner, uh, there's no way to hide it. No, you no. know, like it, you just, you can sense it. If you're paying any attention at all, you immediately know mm-hmm. something's wrong, uh, for him to have gone through this whole thing and b- had blinders on to this, uh, is wild. It yeah. shows a lot of selfishness. Yes. Um, you know, and he's been concentrating on recovery. They had his ribs open like a fucking cabinet. I understand that's scary, but yeah. he, him missing the, the signs, this coming out of nowhere is nuts yeah. for him. You know, not mm-hmm. nuts like bad plotting, nuts because like bad, no, uh, a bad, bad, bad character nuts. quality. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad character, but bad quality in a character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also Skylar can be, you know, <laughs> like we, we see how she can be manipulative as well. Right. Yeah. And you she's know? better at acting. Yes. Like if she has to put on the face, she's much better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But she's resolved, you know, and she's being very matter of matter of fact about this. In fact, she doesn't escalate until he does. Uh, But she says, you know, I'm going to Hank and Marie's uh, for the weekends. Uh, You know, Marie is going to pick up Flynn. You know, don't worry about that. I'm taking Holly. Uh, You have all weekend to pack your things. You're out of here on Monday. Yep. Uh, And Walt asks why. And she says, you're you're a liar, Walt. You know, uh, when you're going under, you talked about the second cell phone yeah. and he says, I was, I would have said anything. I was on, I was all goofed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, no, I think you accidentally told the truth. And I love, I got, I love this scene so much. This is such a fucking mic drop moment for Skylar. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I love Skylar. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but th- just the, this idea of him thinking he has the upper hand mm-hmm. this whole time, yeah. you know, and not, it's so good. Like, she's like, oh, they got me thinking, you know, the strange behavior, the fugue state. I always had, you know, I just had to believe that, right? Yeah. Why would anybody lie about such a thing? I I love that that question. And Walt says, oh, do you, you know, Walt does a classic Walt trick we've seen him do before, which is shunt onto something false that he can truthfully deny. Yeah. He's like, oh, you think I'm having an affair? You know, just give me a Bible. I'll swear on it. I'm not doing that. (laughs) You know? And she's like, "I, I did think that. You know, yeah. I thought it was with Gretchen Schwartz, yeah. uh, but then I called her and she ducked me, uh, just, but eventually, just the, you know? the way that she is going back to the beginning on this, yes. you know, like with the strange behavior and stuff was weird, but then concrete stuff, you know, started happening yeah. and like showing that she was paying attention, you yes. know, and I mean, kind of just like she stuck around after the surgery, you know, like she, for her own conscience needs to believe that he is not going to be dying and sick when this happens. Right. Yes. She is no longer trapped now that he has this good prognosis. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and it's possible that without him mentioning the second cell phone, she would mm-hmm. have, you know, the lie agreed upon would have held. Yes. Right. Um, because as we're going to find out, he does try to get out. Yeah. Uh, this is a wake up call that ultimately has a chance of working. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, but she called call, Gretchen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, finds and, out the money was never given, you know, and then she's like, oh, maybe we haven't been paying. She checks in with the doctor and we're all paid up except for the surgery. Mm-hmm. So it's 100, over $100,000. <laughs> out of where? Out of thin yeah. air? Yeah. yeah. And then I just, I, I like how she turns this kind of like sexy and teasing about it yeah. a little bit. Like she's really twist, you know, like just wringing them like a, like a washcloth. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, like, not, not sexy, but just kind of intimate, I guess. Yeah. I like guess, she's, yeah. 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 I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a very sexy scene. No, uh, no. But I mean, like it's a, yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't know. There's just some, something about, I, I, I love it. I, I just love yeah. this as an, as like a knife, knife, knife twisting thing, getting right yeah. up and whispering. But then I called your mother. 
Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> you know, I, I love that Walt's mother is this legendary. She's probably the ultimate villain. That makes Tuco, <laughs> like the way that people talk about her and how bad it would be to visit her. Uh-huh. She's probably like a thousand Tucos. Um, <laughs> Gotta yeah. get something in a killer Tuco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, maybe she was she did the work of trying to come up with, she fan theoried it. Uh-huh. You know, like what are ways that he could have done this? Because uh-huh. clearly it's not the worst thing. Maybe his mother has somebody I didn't know about. You know, and not only did he not visit, but she didn't even know he had cancer. Yeah. Uh, fucking nuts. You know, <laughs> and Walt is losing it. Uh, yeah. You know, he every time he thinks he has the upper hand here, he's trying to, like, explain away his words are failing him and it's his weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, he calls to her. He tries to hug, uh, you know, and she, she just says, could you just once do me the favor, the courtesy of not denying it? Like, yeah. don't end this on a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she leaves and he follows her, begging her to stay and says, if I tell you the truth, will you stay? Uh, she says, whatever it is, I'm afraid to know. Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting um, kind of inflection point in yeah. this. The idea, like, I believe him that he would have told her the truth mm-hmm. if she stayed. He tells her the truth yeah. uh, in season three. She comes up to ask for a divorce and he's like, yeah, I, uh, I deal meth. <laughs> I'm slinging. You know? yeah. I'm slinging. I'm slinging meth. I'm a manufacturer. I'm not a dealer. But, yeah. uh, you know, he does that. So, like, that is a way this could story could have gone. Mm-hmm. Skyler's not prepared to hear it though. And no, she leaves no. essentially everything Walt has, has worked for ostensibly like to his thing of this family, putting this family together is now gone. Yes. Like he will lose the thing that he made these sacrifices for. Yes. That he you made know? himself a murderer for. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. fucking nuts. Like uh murderer has gone through intense pain, mm-hmm. you know, for uh murder, you know, hurt other people. So much yeah. pain, so much tragedy and for nothing. You know, only to be hated, only to be reviled. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's uh, incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, we cut over to Donald. Uh, he's doing air traffic control stuff, changing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all altitude levels and stuff. Um, he accidentally says Jane in the uh, the call code. Yeah. Of so Ju- Juliet. Yeah. For, yeah, for, you know, for Na- NATO, NATO for Jay. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's one for those for police and one for NATO. Mm-hmm. I used to know all the police ones from when I was a dispatcher. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I think Jay is John in that one. Hmm. Um, the uh, so he's sweating and and he's getting worse at it. Yeah, he's getting slower. Um, this part I always feel like there should probably be more safeties in place uh, for someone <laughs> being slightly too guy. slow. Yeah, well, yeah, or just also just like him, a guy doing his job but just doing it a little bit slowly and that causes <laughs> two planes to crash to each other. Yeah, kind of seems pretty like, high stakes for that. Yeah, yeah, it just it, I understand that air traffic control is really tough uh-huh. and people, you know, uh, it's a really really stressful, uh, yeah. you know, profession. But it's just like it didn't seem like he fucked up that bad. <laughs> you know? And I also, some there's levity added to this with that amazing bedtime stories episode about, about a very similar thing. That is just the, the funniest fucking. <laughs> Not again. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> if uh, people listening to this have never seen that, there's a bedtime, ep- bedtime stories episode. Oh, Will Forte as an air traffic controller, this keeps happening to, uh-huh. and they just kind of bust him down to smaller planes. They can't <laughs> fire him. <laughs> uh, and then he, you know, it's because he's at, he can't sleep. So he yeah. hires a suspect agency to come in and have a him do the goo- specialist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the guy, he has to milk no, no, splash in the bucket. Spl- yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. I got confused. Yeah, crawl around yeah. like a bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the two circles overlap, two planes are going to directly collide. Yes. Yeah. 
And as this is happening, Walt is sitting uh, out by the pool, you know, just moping. Uh, mm-hmm. Hears the explosion, looks up and sees this huge fireball, and all the debris start raining down. Yeah, and yeah. we get the POV from the teddy bear as it falls into the pool, mm-hmm. uh, making a big splash. They use an air cannon to do that, um, yep. and then the bear is just in the pool, and everything but the pink of the bear um, uh, fades out to black and white. Uh, the bear is the same color as uh, as Walt's sweater, a touch that I do not like. It's a little too, yes. uh, a little too yeah. much. The in the uh, the mural in Jane's closet, there's a pink. There's teddy also bear. a bear. Yeah, yeah. Th- them uh, that kind of clever, clever shit can go to hell. Yeah. I, I I never like it when writers do that. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no point. Yeah. Um, but this uh, this is an ending. It it's you know I've had years. I've had more than a decade to come to peace with the Magnolia. You know, Walt causes a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Indirectly, thing. Um, the way it articulates ends up. I'm I'm buying what I was sold, even though it was a long journey. Yeah, a long there. yeah, a long process of yeah. thinking about it, and I mean, just, yeah, just kind of seeing the whole series play out and understanding yeah. just the ways in which season two is weird and what they were kind of like gesticulating <laughs> towards. I think also the um, uh, Walt's reaction to it in S three E one does a, does a lot to help that as well. Yeah, it's it, even though it's kind of a comedy beat uh, <laughs> in that, that episode. <laughs> Um, but it's, and the, the fact that they don't go back to it makes mm-hmm. me happy. Um, you know, I mean, except, they, except for Walt or except for Saul always keeping the pin on yeah, oh, yeah, for the yeah, Wayfair. Yeah. No, no, not that they don't go back to the plot point. I mean, they don't go back to another, oh, like yeah. when they talk about it, uh, one of the commentaries, they talked about how they started the pilot as a circular episode. Like it starts with mm-hmm. Walt in the desert and ends yeah. with Walt in the desert. And they had the idea of doing a whole season that way. Oh uh, yeah, is part yeah. of where this came from, and I'm really glad they didn't, you know, do that. That they, that they did it and got out of their system. Yeah, yeah like you know, se- season four starts with the ruins of a nursing home or some <laughs> bullshit, and then you have to play fun detective to try to guess all the ways that could happen. Yeah, uh, and you know, and and have uh, and get tricked. Uh, yeah. I'm really glad that this thing became more artful than that. You mm-hmm. know, that is that's a stunt. Yes, uh, that, that's a gimmick, and and this show is above that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just masterful episode. And again, I think in terms of across the board, uh, the best performances mm-hmm. we've gotten, uh, nobody, nobody is not doing their best work, work yeah. on par with their best work mm-hmm. uh, in this episode. And yeah. uh, sad to see John Delancey go because he's so, you know, so perfect for that role. Yes, very much so. Yeah, no, Donald yeah. suffers a uh, tragic fate. Which is yeah. again just uh, again because Walt is main main character. Uh, it also is uh, kind of treated like just a little uh, extra fuck you to him the way he learns. Yes. About it. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, awful. And we get a we get a status quo uh, because Walt is about to become uh, uh, the second most divorced man Bachelor alive. Land. Yeah. yeah, Bachelor. He sleeps in a racing car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pool party. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be able to. It's gonna be great. Uh, I love all of that stuff. I love uh, the beginnings of the super lab shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this, I'm very excited. Uh, yeah. I think season three is real fun. Um, the uh, before we get to that, we are going to have our season two wrap up episode where we talk about the special features, uh, including the Twat Hammer music video uh, <laughs> that are on the season two DVD, and read your responses to season two. Yes. Uh, so uh, if you have those. Right it in. might possibly be too late. Uh, uh, I'll put we something are out on far socials ahead for the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we, we the uh, which is good. You know, we mm-hmm. we you know, but uh, I, I, it's we're ahead. 
it's 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 worth it's worth saying that like as you have thoughts about uh you know a season as we're recording about it you can just write in you can just go to duckfeed.tv slash contact and use the uh, uh best quality vacuum button uh to fill in there it doesn't have to be a big, a big push for the end yeah but, and if something happens and we miss your response and it's you know good then mm-hmm. that, that, i'm saying that in a mean way if it's if it's we could read it in the next one too uh, we're not beholden like, oh, this isn't about the right season, even though mm-hmm. it's a great story. and It's a really good point. We're not going to read it. Yeah. Like there's no governing body. We're not nerds. Yeah. Um. So we will. We'll do that. We're not as well. nerds. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, not that kind. <laughs> I'm not that kind of nerd. And I keep you in check. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a different kind of nerd. <laughs> um, oh, the, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you, everybody. We appreciate you going on this journey. I'm really excited to. Uh, oh, uh, worth noting as well. Uh, there's a release now for the Venture Brothers movie. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, July 15th, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we keep your orb. Uh, we'll be doing that uh, yes. as well. That may be two parter because it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, get that RSS. Keep that updated if you were yeah. in that crossover. If you, mm-hmm. you know, because these shows replace each other, I imagine the audiences of those two subject matters don't necessarily overlap one to one. But yeah. uh, if so, you know, keep an eye on the orb feed. Come along. Yeah. Yeah. I um, um, think that's about it. I mean, it's thanks, it for Gwen. me. Thank yeah, you, thank Gwen. You. Thank yeah. you, Gwen, uh, composer of our theme song and producer. Um, thank you for rating reviews. Thank you for going on this journey with us. Uh, and until next time, uh, I know we keep the last three of them have been don't do heroin. Um, yeah. what else do they not do? I guess, <laughs> uh, uh take a little yeah. bit more time off. Just take in general, like not even like bereavement, yes. just take more time off. It might be still feel, feel good to go back to work to, mm. uh, you know, to, to distract yourself, but, uh, keep in mind uh, that you owe a debt to other people as well. You have a responsibility. 